0: Hello everybody, it's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News Coming to you on this Friday, August 25th, 2023 Oh, the end of August is near us But we've got a lot of content to get to on today's Bachelor Rush Hour Come on, Friday, let's go! We're doing it! It's Friday afternoon, baby! Who's got their pumpkin spice lattes ready to go? Are you out there ready to go? Falls in full season. Where are my Christian women out there with those knee-high boots you guys love to wear in the fall? Come on now. No judgment. You you need those knee-high boots so you don't get any of that pumpkin spice splash on your jeans. I know what you're doing out there. You're in Zumba class. You're moving it. You're grooving it. We're having fun. I just alienated about 75% of my audience. Much love out there to everybody. It's Dave Neal. We got a lot to get to. I am recording this live from my mobile studio in the Hyatt Regency. I can say that because I'm checking out today in Seattle, Washington. Uh, Very excited to do today's podcast episode. I've got a few clips I'm going to play for you today. I've got Sean Booth commenting for the first time on the Caitlin Bristow breakup with Jason Tartik, of course, Sean Booth, uh, ex-fiancé to Caitlin Bristow, who's also just broken up with ex-fiancé Jason Tartik. So lots to talk about there in the Nashville world of The Bachelor. And then we've also got Maddie Pruitt. Got a little bit of life advice for Maddie Pruitt. Who doesn't love a little Maddie Pruitt life advice? Not life not going well. Take advice from this billionaire. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. So now it's actually some pretty decent advice. I'm always hard on her, but pretty decent advice out there. And then we're gonna have some other content for you. So a lot to get to today. Uh, but first, let's talk about yesterday's daytime. Talk show. I did the New Day Northwest Seattle talk show. I'm going to share uh, three clips with you guys. Um, my daytime interview went off the rails uh, in the funniest way possible. I don't know what it is about being on camera at 9 a.m., but I had so much fun with the host of this show, Amidi. And Rebecca is the producer. Rebecca listens or watches the YouTube channel here. She actually got me the gig. And then Terry is a very funny commentator that's with me. Have a listen to Terry and I discussing the wonders of pumpkin spice latte. Here it
1: is. Or pumpkin spice guy. No. Not at all. Never have been. I'm not sure if I will be. You both got I the cold
0: brews? Yeah. yeah this is is This is a morphine drip for... Uh, <laughs> this is the, the pumpkin spice latte is just the McRib for white women. That's why, <laughs> that's why you don't like it because it's... it's it has no barbecue sauce no, in it. But don't boy, do they go nuts for the, that's this? That's less shirt.
2: of a smack in the face than this though. though. So, yeah. I, I wanna, so I want
1: to... So I have tried the hot one and, okay. and again I wasn't a super fan. That's why I wanted to try it's the cold one. It feels like
3: eating like an actual, like a Pumpkin and spice came and just like boom, right in your mouth.
0: But what here's the think? problem with pumpkin spice: yeah. it's not a spice. I you know. know. It's nutmeg, yeah. clove, and cinnamon. There's they no get,
3: pumpkin in
2: it. Yeah, yeah. pumpkin steals
0: wow. all the glory. That's yeah. really true. Yeah. It's true. I'm here to you give you some, advocate is, for you advocate for those spices. Yeah, big clove guy. You know?
1: It's false advertising, is what you're That's saying? That's what it is. <laughs> it's not a they drop of pumpkin the in the spice. Here.
0: No pumpkin involved. <laughs> Um. Uh, it, is, it is with great love that I talk about irreverent topics like pumpkin spice lattes. The world's literally got so many issues, and here we are ranting about something completely irreverent, just like the hurricane earthquake. They asked me about that in Los Angeles. Here was my take on that. But I want to hear how your experience went, Dave. It was the most Hollywood hurricane of all time. <laughs> hurricane makes its big West Coast debut. <laughs> Earthquake gets jealous yes. and steals the thunder. And yeah. it's like, what? Just give it a sh-. And then it, it doesn't even hit. And, you know, my, my wife and I don't have any kids because we're old millennials and who can afford that? Yes. So we have plants. We have fig trees. And so we have bags over the fig trees. <laughs> to Saving to the, the plants. i literally ripping daddy. the bags off. I think I did more damage oh. than the hurricane. Oh, my gosh. All right. So there it was. We were just crushing out there. And then they asked me how I got into podcast. How did I get into podcasting with you guys? My Bachelor Rush Hour community. Here was my answer.
3: Dave here. You have yeah. a podcast yeah, that Rebecca right. is Ila obsessed is with. Yep. Yep. Um, and it's all about the bachelor. I need to know how this came to be. Are you, how, how did you decide? I'm gonna. That's my goal here. I've Maya.
0: covered the Bachelor for the last decade, but it took off during the pandemic. Became a daily. I mean, I, I didn't get a business degree thinking I'd be dabbling Bachelor as my full-time job. <laughs> but it just—it's an insatiable audience. They love the content. We got featured in Time Magazine last month, which is wow. probably says more about Time Magazines, uh, you know, in the whole magazine failures uh, out there. Because like, why are we even in that conversation? That is
3: because it is cool. Because it is an interesting genre. From, you know and it's an, you kind of have an intelligent take on it too it's not just gossip
0: well the second I stopped covering what happens on the show and covered what happens between the episodes yes. that's huh? when it got interesting that's yes. when it got, oh. there's all okay. the
2: storylines all the time and yes. there
0: was Rebecca how lovely is she she was like she was uh, my uh, my uh, uh, cheerleader there saying oh there's so much to talk about and she really was uh hyping us up so thank you so much for all the love that you guys have given me on my trip to Seattle I probably will do like a cost breakdown of this trip because it It was a costly trip to come for literally one show, but it was profitable. I think it was profitable. Wait till the comedy club club pays me. But um, a lot of you guys came out and I sold merchandise donation only, uh, show posters, stickers that Tasha made, like, you know, Bachelor Rush Hour stickers and barrel scraping stickers and things like that. And then we had the koozies, spill tea, not beer, the beer koozies. But so many people came out. You got a lot of guys came. A good handful came from Canada. Some came from Portland. We're talking three hours each way people came out just to laugh and have a good time that is a testament to you guys that is without those loyal audience members I just couldn't have made the trek so thank you guys all so much and I want to thank our loyal sponsor microdose gummies today's bachelor rush hour sponsor an incredible entry level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good and I gotta tell you what last night coming home from the show a couple pizzas on the way home you know a good stand up show will really crush your diet and uh, um, I knew I wasn't going to get to sleep. I had to get up early and record my podcast. So, in order to get some good sleep, I helped myself out to a little microdose gummy. It was just a three milligram, just enough to knock your boots and melt yourself into that pillow. It helps curb anxiety and keeps the creative mind feeling relaxed all day long. Microdose is available nationwide. And to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code RUSHOUR to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description but again microdose.com code rush hour and it's important to let you guys know that i can only do this podcast because of our loyal sponsors they keep the gasoline in the tank they keep it ready to go so do me a solid and support our sponsors again 30 percent off your first order microdose.com code rush hour all right let's get to our first clip of the day uh let's start off with something fun we'll go to maddie pruitt and her advice for the single folks out there have a listen
1: These are the three greatest gifts that singleness gave me. In the book I'm releasing this September, I refer to these as the three H's. This is just how my brain works, so track with me. But the first H is holiness. Singleness gives you the opportunity to become complete in Christ, to become holy. It gives you the opportunity to figure out who you are, what you're passionate about, what your convictions are, what your values are. I call it holiness because ultimately as Christians, as followers of Christ, we are called to be holy as he is holy, like it talks about In first Peter 1 16 the second H is healing I don't know
0: if you guys knew this you don't it doesn't count as an Instagram reel if you don't insert a Bible verse
1: think the thing about marriage is that it does not erase all of our flaws and shortcomings like we sometimes think that it does I just need to be married then my life will be better I'll be happier no it actually ends up amplifying all of our struggles and problems and shortcomings so I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to heal from the things that you've been through before ever considering stepping into marriage if we don't prioritize that healing we'll end up building a wall between ourselves and our one day future spouses
0: yeah i mean that is great advice treat the relationship like the dessert not the main course dave uh verse one
1: so i remember going through the season of singleness and praying to god to search my heart and reveal anything in me that was not of him and I asked him to, and he started revealing, but I'm so grateful that I allowed the Lord to heal my heart before I ever considered stepping into marriage. Third.
0: Now, I don't mind when people use Christianity to preach these common good values. I don't mind that at all. Some people say the Lord. Some people say spirit. Some people say my inner chi. Like, I don't care what it's called. That's like a top, like a linguistic issue, whether you call it the Lord above. I like, you guys know my, my stance is that, uh, God is within all of us. It's a spirit. Spirit that binds us all. That's my idea of it. That gives me more control over things versus some some angry guy with a white beard. Just do as I say, or shall you be damned? You know, people, oh, the hurricanes because God hates liberals or all these, you know, the, the wackadoos, right? It's like, no, no, no. It's, it's a piece of all of us that can be harnessed and, and all of that. That's what I believe. But I can listen to the Christian ideology and translate it to what I think uh, is very universal,
1: H is healthy habits. I heard it said one time: we are what we repeatedly do, and so who we're becoming is so important in our daily, everyday decisions. Who you are when no one is watching is who you will be when everyone is watching.
0: Which is great, and that's the same advice uh, we had on a poster when I was, um, you know, uh, training for football in high school. It was like the adversity, or you know, the idea that uh, who you are when no one's watching is, uh, you know, that's that's true character. Absolutely. Now, nothing against it here. It's a reel that is made to promote her book. Uh, the three gifts singleness gave me. I have an entire chapter on singleness and waiting seasons in my new book. The love everybody wants out on September 19th. Would Maddie Pruitt do a driving with Dave? I don't think so. I would, I would do one and I would, I would be honest and be like, look, you understand why do, do you, maybe I don't, do you understand why people think you're a little kooky out there? Um, and, and I don't, I don't think Maddie is like a grifter in the sense that she's pre- preaching things she doesn't believe. I don't believe that at all, but, We do have to remember the way that Christianity wasn't supposed to be a profitable thing. And in our country, we live in the United States, and I think the, the the most capitalistic Christian world where everybody's trying to profit off of Christianity. Here's a quick clip I found. I really enjoyed this interview with Jelly Roll. He's a fantastic country musician. Uh, he served hard time in prison for like armed robbery and drug deals gone bad and things like this. So here he is on the flagrant podcast. Describing the Jesus Christ He believes in A little bit of a different tone Than what Maddie says
1: Y'all are This dude ran around with 12 thugs If he was here today He'd be on a fucking Harley He'd be going to a bar (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like I'll give you another one You ready for this? He flipped a table over in the temple You remember this story? And he said Don't make a merchant of
0: my father's house Yet every mega church in America sells CDs and books and fucking coffee. Yeah. There's Starbucks in these places. It's like they're so picky and choosy. Yeah. The church is so like, well, hold on. It fits our agenda to really nail in on this one thing that was said in Leviticus. Wow. Picky and choosy. Don't make a merchant of my father's house. Flipping tables. And remember, Christ, Jesus Christ did that. He was, he was upset that people were exploiting the good word for their own profit. And let's go to our next story right here. We'll get right into it. It's Sean Booth, his commentary about Caitlin Bristow's breakup. A very humane and empathetic take by Sean Booth. Have a listen.
1: I think the true sign of healing is that you nothing something. Is that you don't love it, you don't hate it, you feel no type of way, you nothing it. I don't think about him, I don't wish him well, and I don't wish him bad. Yeah, you do you, bud.
0: You do you. I think you should. I I I agree that you that the the true healing is when you don't uh, wish any ill will on an ex. But I don't know if I say I wouldn't wish them well. I, I wish all my exes well. I want them to be happy. Uh, but I, I think I think if I pressed her on that, she would agree with me. It's kind of just like, you're moving on. Good luck. All of that jazz.
1: Good luck out there. Good luck out there.
0: Good luck. Yeah. What about you? What about me what?
1: What about you? Do you wish your ex as well? Do you feel some type of way?
3: Yeah, no. Of course, I do. I feel like it's at that point, like you said, where you don't feel anything anymore. Mm-hmm. You move on. Like my ex, I just heard that she's now broken off her engagement and you know it makes me feel like damn hopefully she figures out what she wants and
0: I mean, he, look, they, they were in love. They shared a house in, in their life together in this crazy experience on the show. Of course, there is going to be an attachment that'll never go away that Sean has with Caitlin. It doesn't mean they need to be friends or, you know, he doesn't need, he doesn't mean he needs to tune into her book club or whatever. But of course, that's going to exist between them. You'd be a fool to say it doesn't. Uh, I can get to a place where she's happy and.
3: I know it's obviously very tough to go through a breakup and then put it out there for the world to see, like we've talked about before, that adds a whole nother layer. So I'm like, yeah, I feel, uh, I feel for, for that.
0: And for more content, we covered today's release of the Bachelor in Paradise cast. They released a trailer which shows all of the quirky intros of the cast. Uh, we had Blake Moines, Jess Gerard, Rachel Recchia, and some real funny gags going on. Wells is back as bartender Jesse Palmer hosting. So go check out my YouTube coverage of that. There really isn't much to explain because it's one of those see, don't say. So if you want to go watch my reaction to all of that, that's on YouTube. Okay, let's go to Charity and Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown interviewed Charity Lawson and she talked a little bit about some of the villains from the season, some red flags, things like that. The interview wasn't shocking in the least. I was a little critical of it because it was a Zoom interview and it's like, come on, Hannah Brown. You have all this team of people behind you. You're one of the most famous Bachelor alumni. Do these interviews in person. Find a way to make it happen. That's just my opinion. I know that's kind of harsh, but either way, I'm going to get to that interview. I'm going to show you the full clip that I have right after a quick word from our sponsor, Charity, discussing Braden and how she was a little surprised at the edit and the reaction to what actually he was saying behind the scenes.
3: Patients are so important, and everyone's nervous, but, like, obviously we see me, like, <laughs> my first impression was, um, you. I was looking for, like, just moments, and I think you can relate as a lead. With everything that's going on, it's just so many moving parts when you finally sit down with someone and it just is like, you don't feel like you have to like be on or you don't feel like you have to think Mm -hmm. about it. It's just like, all right, we're just like really kicking it and cooling it. Like that was how I felt with like some of the conversations that night. Um, And that was like, honestly, so refreshing. So like those were the moments that I was kind of looking for initially, but even then, like, I don't think like, yes, I felt the energy and I felt like, okay, like this is like a good group of guys, but I can't say like, Oh, my husband without a doubt, like, is there? Yeah. Like, I didn't like. I didn't
2: know. <laughs> no, I, I totally get that. Yeah. I, for me, it was definitely like this slower burn for sure. And I had a moment. I don't know if you had this, where I was like, I don't know if my guy is here later on.
0: And but it's like Hannah, you chose Jed, so I understand you felt that way. <laughs> you know, so you're kind of different. Although Hannah, I mean, look. And it got engaged. She was engaged to Jed, even though she says it doesn't really count. And I agree with her; it doesn't count. Those are we- the engagements on the shows do not count. It's like uh, that's as good as just a purity ring. You know what I mean? All right, where is the next clip? Sorry about that. Uh, let's go to the fifty-nine minute mark here. I gotta go through my cracked screen. Oh boy, I can't see anything. Uh, there it is, folks. All right, let's go back uh, 30 seconds here. Thanks for bearing with me. You know, it's really hard to make content sometimes when I'm in a mobile studio, especially now that my screen is shattered.
2: Okay, is this how I'm feeling or is this where, like, the story's going? Correct. I mean that um, – I'm not saying, like, you get to make your own decisions, but you get caught up in – You know, this guy is, is coming in as like the sweet guy that does everything and says everything right. So maybe I should go this way because this is where the story goes or, oh, this guy makes me feel alive.
3: Yes. But
2: yes. Is that, yeah. <laughs> is alive in a good way. Or is he just making all my emotions go up and down? Exactly. And really exciting. And I think it's really smart of you that you advocated for yourself for those, those times to just get mm-hmm. centered. And I think that's why it led you to the decision that you've made. (laughs) Do you have any um, regrets?
3: I always say no, because every single decision that I made led me to where I'm at now.
0: Smart. And that I
3: can say I'm grateful for. I have learned watching this back to give myself grace in that I did what was best with the information that I knew at the time. Yes. and that is all you can go off
0: of. So guys, guys, that's it. Do you want the key to happiness? Seriously. Join my Patreon, patreon.com. Do charity just said it. I've been shouting it from the rooftop. She did the best with the information she had, just like your mom is Just like your friend is who doesn't always return your calls. And you're like, hello, are we not friends? Everyone's trying their best with the information they have. And they might have some faulty information or be working off of inner child insecurities or all these different things. But the way to happiness is to remember that people are trying their best, which I have to remind myself that because I get super annoyed with people. I get super annoyed with shitty comments and ignorance and so many different things. And I have to remember everybody's trying their best with the information information they have let's just continue to get people more information so that they can be nicer versions of themselves
3: watching it back sure like i'm getting a hype in the moment of like that's insane like i didn't know you were feeling that way i should have like maybe took the rose back
0: she's referring to Braden, uh uh and hannah brown's about to be like all right we're using names now (laughs) who 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 hurt you
3: but it's like no like i didn't know any better and i did not
0: and you can see you can see it in Hannah's eyes. If you're watching this on the YouTube or the pod, if you're on the podcast, Hannah's got that look like, "Oh, we're getting to get into the goods right now. We're gonna clip up some reels. This is getting good." Hannah's good at what she does. I I think I think she's right for this. I just think it'll be better off if they had this conversation in person where they could really feel each other's energies,
3: have full like outlook on like everything that was going on behind the scenes. So it's like I could only go based off of what I was feeling and. I and mean, we're talking
2: about Braden. Yes, correct. For example, with the statue. Yes, he's like but I mean,
0: he's uh,
3: great TV, truly. He's but like, TV,
2: I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I, really good.
0: charity admits he's great tv
2: enjoyed him but did you like have that in the back of your mind I'm like oh like he's good tv
3: and he is fun to hang out with that's it's really fun. what i was resorting to like it yeah. wasn't even like a good tv because i like, obviously i don't know what's gonna make air but it's like yeah. you're really fun like and-
0: yeah so uh, so guys having met Braden a couple times and again it's this is not a bad thing what i'm about to say he is a nice guy, he's a warm he's soup he's he's soup he's chicken soup you it's warm like if charity's like Feeling insecure about a different guys or this or that, Braden was probably a very calming force. That's why everybody likes him. That's a good thing. I don't think he's got a sinister motivation there. It doesn't mean he was meant to settle down with Charity. But I'm sure if if the if there wasn't so much pressure on the relationship to find an engaged couple and break up and break up with someone every week, I'm sure. She would probably just want to date Brayden for a while because he's got that kind of warm milk energy. And again, that's a compliment. Who doesn't like a glass of warm milk?
3: And I, are you going to be my husband? I don't know. But like, am I having fun with more fun with you than someone else?
0: Bingo. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So like, that's okay.
2: (laughs) I know you wanted to get engaged at the end Mm -hmm. when he would have these conversations with you about having doubts. Was there part of you that was like, oh, at least he's being honest. Mm-hmm. And
0: some of these other people are... Kaelin Bristow sung, If I'm being honest.
2: Like, no, I am for sure ready to get engaged. But like, you've only had 20... Really? You've only had like maybe 20 minutes of conversation with All
0: me. right. So Hannah Brown's calling out Sean right now, who had said, oh, I'm for sure ready to get engaged. And Hannah Brown's saying, all right, pipe down.
2: Me. Yes. And so,
3: yeah. Yeah. Like, go ahead.
2: And so I think some people see that and it's like, oh my gosh, like he just said that he's unsure. I empathize with, um, Oh, at least he's saying it like, yes, this is what I want for Mm -hmm. sure. And maybe we're not in the same place, but at least he's being honest with me. And maybe that was my own insecurity. Did you feel that way?
3: No, 100%. Um, and I can like give an example of like, um, someone who would always talk about like, Oh, like I see like forever with you. I see you as my wife and I'm ready to take you home. Like, We saw that like very easily after like Sean won the group date in Oceanside. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, like this is our first real moment together, Sean. So it's like, this is crazy, but it's like, okay, like, I'm glad you feel that way, but also, like, for me, too, I'm, like, taking all that still with red, a red flag. flag. Yeah.
0: And this is what, so Hannah then Hannah calls it a red flag, and I don't disagree with them. It's just funny that the show's edit is always, like, who's here for the right reasons, but the right reasons doesn't mean love bomb and pretend like you're super into somebody when you have to, it's like a very tight needle you have to thread there. All right babies. We made it. You know, these podcasts can be very challenging to do with my mobile setup. I'm hunched over on the desk. The chair's too tall for the desk so I I look like, um, who's the guy who plays piano in the uh, that cartoon, you know, punched over? Either way, you get the point. Uh, so, I need a chiropractor visit after this trip here. Uh, maybe Brian will put his good hands all over me. Alright, too much? <laughs> okay. Well, that's going to be it for me. I'll have a Driving with Dave tomorrow featuring a very hilarious comedian friend of mine, Leah Lamar. She was the face of clubhouse the app that kind of took off during the pandemic and we talked about how she was able to use that uh that uh, traction she got in her stand-up career and also uh, for anyone out there who's maybe not in a relationship but looking to be in one or wondering about the roadmap of finding love uh leah explains how she went from single to married And the process was very interesting, uh, very heartwarming. And I think you guys are going to love her story. That'll be tomorrow morning, both here on Bachelor Rush Hour, the podcast, and also on the Dave Neal Show on YouTube. Uh, Until then, please, everybody, have a fantastic evening. And thank you so much for supporting the podcast. I appreciate you all so, so much. Until next time, I've been Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor Rush Hour.